Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. Hey, this weekly podcast has really thrown a wrench into my thesaurus of, uh, you know, words, words for, for delightful. <laughs> for how? What? For delightful. <laughs> I am fabulous. There you go. So today we are going to be talking about Rafe by Rebecca Weatherspoon in today's mini episode. How are you liking the mini episode so far? Let us know. Um, okay, so we're going to start a new thing uh, where instead of asking mom what she's been reading, I'm going to ask her a random question that I come up with. Um, so mom, what's your weirdest talent? <laughs> oh, gosh. Most of my talents are weird because I don't have any normal talents. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, okay, I can. People can't see this. It would be uh, it's a better visual, but I can touch my tongue to my nose, like straight yeah. up touch my tongue to my nose. Yeah, um, she can. I can also tie a cherry stem in a knot with my tongue. Um, yeah. So yes, those are, I have a very talented tongue, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Come on, everybody, calm down. <laughs> Boys, line up. Boys, lining up. <laughs> um, mine would probably be, I can, um, I never even realized that this was a weird talent until I got to college and someone was like, you can do that? I'm like, yeah. Um, I can suck my upper lip up into my nose. Yeah, and I don't know where that came from or even that, why you figured that out. Because <laughs> you were just like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a. I can't do that. But I yeah, can't touch I my tongue to Apparently, my nose. So. I had no idea that that was anything special until I did it, and someone was like, yeah, "What very the heck lips. are you doing?" Yeah. Um. Anyway, so those are our weird talents. So there you go. <laughs> There's probably other weird talents that I have. Yeah, it's but... true. Um. Yeah, I did do a talent show once where, um, my friend played Pink the Pink Panther theme song on the piano and i played the snare percussion with my nostrils oh my gosh do i remember you, that <laughs> i don't know you didn't do that sucking your nose with the no, lip thing but it was just like you could go <laughs> with your nose <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's rhythmic breathing <laughs> Well, I can't dance or sing or do normal yeah, exactly. talents, play an instrument. Yeah, so I, I, got I that play the thing snare going for me. with my nose. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I'm sorry that my children are so mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault. Yeah. Okay, so that's a that's a great addition to our to our thing <laughs> we like got that? going on here. Yes, that's that's awesome, Ellen. Do you like a random question like that? Yeah, but people are probably going to find out more about us than they ever really wanted to know. So Yeah, I know. My talented tongue, your lip thing. <laughs> <laughs> my weird nose that I can suck my upper lip up into. Yes, so that's a thing. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about something actual, and we're going to be talking about Rafe by Rebecca Weatherspoon. It is the first and so far only book in her Loose End series, and it is pretty apparent who is next up to bat if you read the epilogue. Um, so this was recommended to us by listener Jen. So thanks to her for the recommendation. Um, 
Listen, it's been a pretty crazy week, so I just am going to have to read the back cover description for this one. Well, wait a um, minute. Before you go, are there people who read books and then don't read the epilogue? I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine but, doing that. Because you always say that. You always say, you know, if you've read the epilogue, it's like, who would read this book? And, or well, maybe book someone read would that? read the book. Maybe someone would listen to the podcast and not have read the book. I think that happens sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, the epilogues are always just the sweetest parts. It's true. It's when they're pregnant and have babies and do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, so the back cover description for this one says, All Dr. Sloan Copeland needed was someone to watch her kids. What she found was the man of her dreams. After a nasty divorce and a thousand-mile move, Dr. Sloan Copeland and her twin daughters are finally getting the hang of their new life in Los Angeles. When their live-in nanny bails with no warning, Sloan is left scrambling to find a competent caretaker to wrangle her smart, sensitive girls. Nothing less will do. Enter Rafe Whitcomb. He's all of those things, not to mention good-natured and one heck of a whiz in the kitchen. Yeah, he is. He's also <laughs> tall and handsome and bearded and ripped and tatted wrist to neck. Yeah, he is. Uh, it doesn't take long for the Copelands to invite Rafe into their home. Just as quickly, both Sloane and Rafe find themselves succumbing to a heady mutual attraction. Neither of them wants to deny. With every minute they spend under the same roof, this working mom can't help but wonder if Rafe can handle all of her needs. Oh, boy. <laughs> Does he ever. <laughs> so, Mom, what did you think of Rafe? I liked Rafe. I thought it was a fun story. It was a nice little read. Um, it was short. It was only like 250 pages, which is... Yeah. It was, so it was a, a, quick it was a fast read. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a cute story. Yeah, it was. I thought it... Uh, yeah, it was cute. Um, it had uh, more gratuitous sex than I like to have read Ooh, with you. Jeez. The sex was probably grittier than I personally would like. I that's just a personal preference. I get that everyone else has their own limitations. Um, it was a little grittier than I like, but um, I don't mind it on my own. But when I'm reading it right after my mom has read it, that's yeah, not always I read my that. favorite. I read yeah, you that. did read that. So many so. fingers and places and mm-hmm. tongues and and word usage. Yes. The C word. I'm not a fan of the C word when it relates to women. I can yeah. deal with it with men. But uh, anyway, it was. Yeah. But yeah, enjoyable. I, um, yeah, I, I, I did like it. It's another single mom story, yes. uh, which we're apparently just on a roll with, on a roll. with those. Um, I did have. Um, so Save it because I know what you're going to say. And we're going to okay. talk about it later. Okay. Um and I'm holding I, on to it, darling. <laughs> um, I did. So uh, I know Rebecca lives in L.A. And I did like all the L.A. references because I lived in L.A. for about five and a half years. And she would talk about movie theaters or, you know, locations. And I was like, oh, I love that place. Like, apparently her her old nanny took the kids to Tito's Tacos uh, and made them lie about it, and I've taken you to Tito's. I was tacos, gonna say, so. I think you've taken me there. I have yeah, eaten I, at that yeah. Place. Tito's is very delicious. Um, so yeah, just stuff like that. And then when they're talking about all the construction at LAX that's been wow. going on for I years, I thought about that too. I was like, yep. <laughs> um, 
And then the other thing before we get into questions. So mom and I, as you guys know, share a Kindle account. We've talked about this before. Mainly so that mom buys all of the books that I want her to and <laughs> and I we get don't to have, profit. So we don't have to double buy everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, and when I was reading it, mom highlighted this line. And let's talk. I, I'll have to wonder why mom highlighted this one. Oh, I don't even it's remember what I highlighted. Talking about... Um, Rafe is talking about, uh, Rafe's stepmom is saying this, and she says, I just like to handpick his dates for him. It's my right as a mother. They move out, but I reserve the right to meddle in their love lives forever until I get the right amount of grandchildren, and then I meddle in their lives. Mom, do you really, why do you really need ever, to explain that? <laughs> why ever would you have highlighted that line? Well, when people, like, on Facebook or whatever, will ask me about what's going on with Ellen, and I'll say, "Well, I hate to count my grandchildren before they've hatched, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> I do reserve the right to meddle in whatever wherever I see necessary, and I and have she, done some meddling, it, and she does. <laughs> I didn't meddle in the boys so much, but I've done a lot of meddling with you. That's true. Apparently, I needed more help than they did. You did." <laughs> okay so let's get into our questions mom what did you think of sloan as our heroine um i love sloan i love that she was yeah. smart and uh um it's funny in a lot of these books they really stretch to make these women like grown professionals but i still have to make her 26 years old so they always yeah. have to have some kind of reason why she's- i will say I really appreciate it about her, though. I feel like we've had kind of these child prodigy characters before, um, but they always seem to kind of be um, stunted emotionally in some way because of it. But I liked about her that she was just kind of a normal... I think it's more... I think it's probably more true to life to have a child prodigy who well and i think the main thing is is uh, ones we've read before their family has like screwed them over or or done something to make them weird weirded out Mm -hmm. or whatever and her family was super supportive and her mom was super supportive of her and and i could see where if you had a child who was you know 10 years old going to high school that you would want to you know sit in on those classes and go to school with them and yeah kind of watch over them because they're really even though they're smart enough, they're not mature enough or emo- emotionally prepared to deal yeah. with junk that goes on at high school or college when they're that young. Yeah, so I found I found that interesting, and I, I liked about that about her. Um, I really enjoyed her conversations with, like, her girlfriends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that there was really good, you know, real uh, female friendships in those books. I always like when books, you know get the female friendships right and, um, you know, have that be a part of the book because I think that that's, I think in any romance, there's going to be a girl talking to her girlfriends about it, right? Right. So I I liked that aspect of it as well. Um, I also really loved her taste in crappy television. (laughs) Is that a real show? I didn't even know because I I think it's, I think, think it is it sounds I mean, like a real show i mean great, if it's not a real show if there's something very similar out there to great it, british baking show that i will is down and i know yeah. that's real and i love that show 
Yeah. Uh, I am much more a fan of the crappy reality TV than Mom is. I am not a reality TV person. Yeah. like, But I did get you on Great British Bake Off. Yes. I do love that show. Yeah. See, but the thing I love about that show is that they're all sweet to each other and nice. It's not like a cutthroat kind of thing. Um, anyway. Um, and I also really... But I... Okay, I will say the thing with the TV thing is that... I personally, we've talked about this before too, but I personally like when um, there's a lot of like pop culture references in a book just because that seems so relatable to me because, yeah, watching TV is part of an everyday life. At least it is for me. So it's, of course, it's going to come up. Um, And so I liked that about, you know, her watching all the Golden Girls reruns and crap like that. (laughs) I was like, yes. Oh, yeah, that's something you can relate to, huh? Yeah, exactly. Um... And I also really liked her, the other moment where I was just like, oh, I love her, (laughs) was when she's using that app metaphor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To tell him, like, you've been running in the background of my mind phone before. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, I could see myself saying something stupid like that. (laughs) And I, yeah, I just liked that part. That's cute. Um, okay, so what did you think of Rafe as our hero? Um, I loved Rafe. Uh, I thought, mm-hmm. I think, I think he's a bit of a fantasy character. I mean, the whole idea of <laughs> a motorcycle riding, tattooed, muscled guy who is a nanny. I mean, <laughs> you know, you let me have know, another Mom. kid and, and show me this guy. But, um, yeah, I don't want to have another kid. The, uh... <laughs> But just reading about him was, you know, to coin a phrase, delightful. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I enjoyed him. Um, She (laughs) came up... She came up with so many funny ways to describe him. Um, I wrote down a couple. Uh, His voice was sex on a biscuit. Yes, it was. (laughs) Yes, it was. I mean, Um, we couldn't hear it. We couldn't hear it, but I can (laughs) imagine. In my mind, it was. And then I wrote down this one. Watching him walk up to her front door was like watching the opening scenes of a porno with the semblance of a plot. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was funny. Um, But yeah, I liked the idea of this guy who had kind of a criminal past, but um, had turned it around and like, was now working with kids and like taking care of kids and I don't know I just thought that was cute was and kind of sweet um and you know that we've talked before but that whole being good with kids thing is just so dang attractive yeah super attractive that whole Mr. Mom thing I don't know what it is but we like yeah. them to be handy and domesticated that's not too much to ask is it yeah really <laughs> Come on, guys. Live up to our fantasies. Yeah, come on. Um, I wrote down this line. It says, It was so damn cliche, but there was something so incredibly sexy about a man who was good with kids, especially your kids. And we talked about this with Bulldozer, but yeah, I have to imagine that that is just so hot. That, like, somebody who is good with your kids in particular. Yeah. Because... I mean, especially when they're just being cute and sweet and just 
little things like trying to braid their hair and stuff. Jeez, yeah. I, I could have never gotten your dad to do that. Nothing against my husband. He's a great guy. But um, there were... Uh, Especially, I did like the 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 facet with that, with, um, you know, he's a white boy, and he's having to figure out, you know, black girls' hair care, and just that he's taking the time to do that and stuff was, it. that was sweet. Well, and, but he's from a mixed race family, too, so his sisters were... Yeah, that's were, true. Were that's true. I forgot about that. Part African-American, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, I mean, just dreamy. Yeah, probably... Probably sort of fantasy, but, <laughs> but in it, a good way. it was it was nice. Um, we talked before about this, but what did you think of the girls in this book? Um, you know, kids in books, I think, are hard to pin I down. think they were really good. I, I liked the you could see two separate personalities and the tw- two twins, and yeah. they were cute and funny, and I thought that they were delightful. Yeah, I thought I liked they... I liked their whole, like, sassy, smart thing, and that they're, you know, act wiser than than their years, Um, but then, you know, they still show the vulnerabilities and things like that of a six-year-old. I do need authors to stop naming... Kids with the same letter. Two characters with the same letter, because I I just, like, you know, I'm speed reading, and I'm able to create more diverse personalities when they've got different names what was it addison and avery addison and avery go by the second letter ellen instead of the first letter i know but i can't i can't train my brain to do that we talked about Um, that with um starstruck hashtag starstruck where they were all z names it's like i can't keep any of these kids straight because every single one there were like five kids and they all had z names it's like yes i remember that i was like i know we talked about this before but i can't remember what book it was but yeah it's i can't it's too hard. So, anyway. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Ellen. I thought the girls were super cute, and I thought that they were a perfect blend of cute, but, like, not cloyingly cute, you right. know, to the point where I was like, okay, let's right. tone it down on the cute factor. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, listener Nara wrote in and said, I like the biracial families in this book. I didn't feel like it was some kind of taboo, and I liked it. Where I'm from, it's very common. Most Brazilian families are multi-ethnic, mine included. Um, so what did you think of that facet of the book, Mom? Well, what I liked about it, and not that I didn't like this in other books, but the fact that it was just kind of a non-issue. I mean, yeah. it really wasn't a big deal, you know, she was black and he was white, and he was from a mixed-race family. And it, I mean, it just wasn't, there was no, you know, kind of a political agenda or anything being stated. It was just, this is just the way the story is, and that's... Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that it was, like, touched on, but it's also not, like, a thing between them. Right. Like, there's not, like, a part where she's ever questioning, like, but can I really date this white boy kind of thing. Right. Um, It's just that they're attracted to each other, and they want to hit it. And they (laughs) do. And they do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We kind of touched on this, and I thought about... Considered whether or not I should bring it up. I would be interested to know if authors, especially authors of color, are being told that they need to do mixed race couples as opposed to just having, you know, two black people. Um, 
that would be disappointing to me if I knew that that was hap- that they were being told that, but it would also not be something I was surprised to hear is one of those things that's being thrown around as something they need to do from a sales point or something. But I don't I don't know what they're told, Ellen. I know. Anyway, um I hope not, but but I did enjoy that that facet of this book that um yeah, like like we said that it it was a thing, but also not a thing. And right. yeah. Um okay, so you brought up something to me when we were talking about this book and I think um, we're going to talk about it. If the roles were reversed, this book wouldn't work as well for you. Discuss. <laughs> well, when I first started reading it, especially since they were like into each other like right away, yeah. um, really there was no, like as soon as they met, they were like, hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, they were. <laughs> if the roles were, I told Ellen, I said, if the roles were reversed, I would have had a problem with this. Mm-hmm. If it was a girl, a girl, applying for a job with a single dad and he was like wanting to hit it right away that would be problematic for me um what if like in that book similar to this book she were to put the cards on the table and be like i don't know if i can work for you i'm in i'm into you well even then it i don't know and and you know I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> right. And I think even that, because then if he hires her after she said something like that, then it just seems like he's hiring her just to to tap that. Yeah. So, and, you know, I got over it. But at the beginning of the book, when they were first, when he first started working for her, I had a little bit of an issue with the fact that if the roles were reversed, it would have been problematic yeah i mean i think it would be too i'm sure that that book exists where she's a nanny and he's a single dad and they end up falling in love but i'm sure that in that book they go out of their way to try and disabuse (laughs) any readers of any problematic right and consent 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 yes of course yeah Um, no, I agree. It it didn't, I didn't like dwell on that when I was reading until you brought it up, um, to me. Uh, but even like I I said, as the story went on, I got over it because, you know, I got wrapped up in the story and it was not that way, but I just couldn't help but think, you know, especially when he was applying for the job and stuff that, man, if the roles were reversed, this would be a strange situation. Yeah. And... We would definitely have, I, yeah, I mean, I think that the romance community would have more problems with it if the roles were reversed, for sure. Um, yeah, anyway, interesting. You guys let us know. If, you, if, if that book exists, I would be interested to know how they navigated that. How they handled waters. it. Yeah, I'm sure there's books like that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure there, there are. are. And it's either that the book is getting off on how taboo it is because those books exist where the taboo things I know are... it's wrong but I can't help myself yeah <laughs> um, or like I said they go out of their way to like make it you know like oh but we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't and they put it off for <laughs> as long as they possibly can until they, <clears throat> until they do you know 
Yep. Um, okay, so let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> well, I kind of already mentioned that yeah. it's probably a little grittier than I, than I, you know, personally like. But that's just a personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I would, mm, yeah, I would concur. Say what you want, Ellen. No judgment <laughs> here. If you want to be slutty and like it, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty hot. Um, and it's certainly hotter than I would care to read with you. Um, but yeah. And the thing is, is there was a lot of it. Yeah, there was. Um, to the point where it kind of took away from some of, like, any interpersonal conflict that they might have had. Um, just because they were so busy hitting it and, like, power to them. Like, <laughs> Well, and there's lots of descriptions about a lot of sex. The, um, yeah, I mean... And, and that's fine. I mean, I've read books that have had as much sex. Have you? Um, probably. Probably. I, I, can't, I don't, I don't think you have. How about the hookup? The hookup and, did not, was not that, it, like, it was only because it had that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but I wouldn't say that it had, like, the ratio of yeah, sex. Yeah, this, this had, especially for a 250-page book, <laughs> a lot of sex in it yeah but um uh yeah it was just a little and there was a lot of description which is you know that's fine it was just like i said gritty is the word that that comes to my mind it was a lot grittier than i probably Mm -hmm. would normally care for but that's just a mom's opinion yeah it is just mom's opinion (laughs) (laughs) you girls Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I feel like I've read equivalent or worse than this and it hasn't bugged me (laughs) as much, (laughs) but it's just as soon as I have to read it with you that it becomes something I notice. It's like we have, okay, so our family, we have these cousins that are super straight laced and they always want to watch movies with us and we're like okay let's watch this and i'm like yeah this one's fine there's nothing bad in this but then as soon as you're sitting there watching it with them you're just like oh my gosh there's so many swear words i didn't remember any of this yeah (laughs) and so that's what it's like reading with my mom is it's like oh this wouldn't bug me ordinarily but isn't that what the podcast is all about ellen it's true is how much we can drive you crazy with how embarrassed you get reading stuff with your mom yeah um okay so what was your swooniest moment you know i thought about that my swooniest moment were moments because it happened frequently were all the times that he was cooking and cleaning and taking care of her kids. And she'd come home tired from work and he's just got the kitchen cleaned up and he's warming up leftovers for her. And I'm like, yeah, that's sexy. Spoken like a true mom. Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry, that, those were my swooniest moments. <laughs> tired, do you want me to heat you up some dinner? Yes, I do. Get on that. <laughs> Yeah, clean that kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll wipe down that counter after we yeah. have sex on it. Yeah. Dinner. Chop those veggies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, no, that's, that's a pretty good uh, option. I just went with, because... Like, the moment that got, like, the most audible reaction from me was when he just comes right out and says, like, I've never worked for a single mother. I was just attracted to before, and I'm very attracted to you. And I was just like, oh, so we're doing this now. Okay. <laughs> Starting on page six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's that's pretty hot. Let's, okay, let's do this. And so that, I mean. Wow, spoiler alert. They're going to end up together. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um. I don't know. I've gained a new affinity for just being out and open with things and just yeah. being blunt and has. <laughs> and, uh, and so I appreciated his candid attitude about it. And yeah. And I loved in, the, and this is like epilogue, but I loved in the epilogue when it was three years later and, and They've got the baby, and the baby starts crying. He's like, hey, my buddy's awake, and he's all excited. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Aw."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Um, yeah, I like the whole, like, stay-at-home dad thing. Yeah. Yeah, cute. that was cute. Um, okay, any other thoughts on this book, Mom? Um, no. I mean, I kind of dogged it a couple times, but I want you guys to know, I thought it was a fun read. Yeah. If you like gritty sex. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> we, got a, we got a book for you. It's not even that bad. Jeez, it's not mom. even that bad. I'm sure there's way worse. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen steers me clear of a lot of stuff out there. So Yes, I do. Oh, boy. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, speaking of, all of you guys need to stop recommending Sierra Simone to mom. <laughs> mom is not going to read Sierra Simone. Someone can bring me a Sierra Simone. <laughs> no, don't do it. Um, okay, so... Carrie wrote in on Twitter and she said, I'm so happy you guys are doing this one. I'm in the middle of it now and I'm in love. And in addition to Nara's other comment, she said, what is it that makes a guy who cares for children so freaking irresistible? Yeah. We do like it. Um, okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Rafe by Rebecca Weatherspoon. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, Goodreads Group, our Twitter, which is at NotYourMom'sRum, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On February 18th, we will be discussing The Wedding Date by Jasmine Guillory. Um, and for the second half of that episode, we are going to talk about 99% Mine by Sally Thorne, because if you follow us on social media, you know that I have feelings about that book and I need to talk about it. Um, so remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love reading them. All right. Thanks, Mom. Bye, Ellen. Bye.